Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, The Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is June 28, 2021. After a long period of absence, I visited New York multiple times in the last month. Each time the city has seemed more bustling than the week before, with fewer masks, more crowded restaurants, and more New Yorkers expressing their emotions by their habitual cheery and liberal use of their car horns. As cases of COVID continue to fall, it is as if springtime has arrived in the city and in the nation. This is, of course, a joyful change of seasons after such a traumatic 15 months, But it's also a season of supercharged demand, reflecting pent-up demand from the pandemic and massive fiscal stimulus. The multiple ways by which this demand is reshaping the economic landscape have important implications for investment strategy. The most important of these, of course, is in economic growth. Data last week helped tighten forecasts of GDP growth, and we now estimate that real GDP grew by 9.8% annualized in the second quarter, powered by an almost 11% annualized gain in real consumer spending. While consumer spending will likely grow much more slowly for the rest of the year, investment and government spending should continue to advance. Meanwhile, inventories, which likely fell in the second quarter for the sixth out of the last seven quarters, will need to be rebuilt, and this should add to GDP growth for the rest of this year and into 2022. Consequently, we now expect that by the fourth quarter of this year, real GDP will be up 7.4% year-over-year and up 4.9% relative to the fourth quarter of 2019. This supercharged recovery has also been characterized by strong productivity growth. From the fourth quarter of 2019 to the second quarter of 2021, we estimate the real output per hour in the non-farm business sector rose by a lofty 6.0% or 4.0% at an annual rate. This likely reflects some of the genuine efficiencies realized by many firms and consumers in the pandemic economy. T&E costs have collapsed as many businesses have been able to work with clients much more cheaply in a virtual environment. Meanwhile, a surge in online consumer purchases has occurred in an environment of diminished retail employment, further enhancing measured productivity. Very rapid economic growth at a time of chronic labor shortages has undoubtedly also boosted productivity as existing employees are forced to work more efficiently to make up for colleagues who just aren't there. Finally, a general switch to goods consumption from services consumption during the pandemic likely further boosted productivity numbers. It's important to recognize that only part of these productivity gains are likely to be sustained into 2022 and beyond. There will likely be a swing back from spending on goods to services in the months ahead, and most businesses to maintain their competitive edge will have to resume in-person client meetings. Moreover, as enhanced unemployment benefits lapse, we do expect to see a ramp up in labor supply. This will likely not yet be evident in this Friday's jobs report, since the employment surveys for June reference the week of June 6th through June 12th, and all 50 states maintained enhanced unemployment benefits through that week. Even with this, however, lower than normal teacher layoffs and a very strong demand for workers may have produced more than 600,000 net new jobs in June and cut the unemployment rate to 5.5% from its current 5.8%. The survey week for July is the week of July 11th through the 17th, and 25 states, accounting for over 40% of U.S. workers, will have ended enhanced unemployment benefits by that time potentially contributing to a labor supply surge, which will likely continue into the fall. We continue to agree with Federal Reserve projections that the unemployment rate will average just 4.5% in the fourth quarter. 
Meantime, of course, the juxtaposition of very strong labor demand and limited labor supply is boosting wages. Analysts will be looking at wage data in Friday's June jobs report, and a 0.3% gain in the average hourly earnings for production workers would imply a 4.6% annualized gain in wages over the past two years, the fastest two-year wage gain seen since October of 1983. For businesses, rising wages will, of course, erode margins over time. However, for now, a combination of booming demand and surging productivity continues to bolster profits. Entering the second quarter earnings seasons, analysts now expect a 65% year-over-year gain in operating earnings. This on its own is very impressive. And if earnings match the expectations of analysts for the rest of the year, S&P 500 operating earnings would come in at $187.30 for 2021, up 19% from the previous record high of $157.12 posted in 2019. However, in recent months, far more companies than usual have been issuing positive guidance in earnings, while analysts have been marking up their own expectations on earnings results. Statistical analysis suggests that this should mean a larger-than-normal number of positive earnings surprises in the next few weeks. For financial markets, this is mostly very positive news. However, supercharged demand is also boosting inflation, with May PCI deflators showing, PCE deflators showing a year-over-year increase of 3.9% overall and 3.4% excluding food and energy. Some of this higher inflation may prove sticky, at least into 2022. One reason for this is a persistent fiscal stimulus. Last week's agreement between the White House and a bipartisan group of senators on a relatively narrow infrastructure bill could well unlock 50 Senate votes to pass a more expansive reconciliation bill over the next few months, adding a booster shot of stimulus to an economy still absorbing the effects of the COVID relief bills. However, in addition to the direct effects of fiscal stimulus, wage growth could remain elevated, reflecting continued excess demand for labor. Finally, recent higher inflation expectations, revealed in surveys of consumers and economists and embedded in Treasury markets, could provide further support for stronger increases in both wages and consumer prices going forward. In the midst of all of this, the Federal Reserve has maintained a relatively patient outlook. However, their communications from the mid-June meeting did show some willingness to adjust their policy stance in response to changing economic conditions. These conditions are continuing to warm up over the summer, and suggest that adjustments in both Fed policy and investor attitudes could well push long-term interest rates significantly higher by the end of the year. For this reason, investors should still consider underweighting fixed income and U.S. growth equities and overweighting equities in the more cyclical U.S. value, European, and Japanese equity markets. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. If you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. 
J.P. Morgan Distribution Services Incorporated. Copyright 2018, J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.